Deportes Nation, thank you for tuning in. Another one in our series of podcasts. I'm Alex Parra, and today with a very special guest, a young lady who's in a stratosphere of her own, if you will, in the sport of boxing. We welcome in to the Portes Nation, Miss Ginny Fuse. Ginny, first of all, thank you for joining us here on the Portes Nation. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thank you, Alex. And uh, Ginny, where are you these days? I know you, you travel a lot and you're in between places, but where, where do you find yourself today? Today I'm in Colorado Springs, where I live most of the time. Um, still living at the Olympic Training Center. Been living there since 2015 or the end of 2015. And I'm currently training for the Pan American Games at the end of this month, July, in Lima, Peru. Well, Jenny, for a lot of people that may not know you yet, talk to us a little bit about the world of boxing for women. And you have been consistently, I guess, among the top-ranked women uh, on the amateur level. Uh, and, and that's something that I imagine you're very proud of, and it's something that you've been working for many, many years. Yes. Um, yes, women's boxing. When I started women's boxing, it still was, you know, kind of new. A lot of people didn't think <clears throat> women should be able to box. It wasn't in, even in the Olympics yet. Now, in 2010, the, I, the International Olympic Committee announced that they were going to put women boxing, women, women boxing in the Olympics. So that was just a stepping stone to helping, you know, us women as fighters get recognized that we can just we we're just as good as the men and all that sure. so that was a very you know that was like very exciting for us and as soon as i heard that i was actually in college when i was boxing so i decided that i was going to go for the olympics because it's been my dream since i was little to compete in the olympics um but you know it was actually running so it was kind of cool that i found boxing to take me there because i was i at that I'm at that level to get there so that was cool but yeah so I graduated college and then I have been fighting to get to the Olympics since and I came close in 2006 I won the Olympic trials for the 2016 Olympics but there's this, another qualification process that you have to that goes on for your country you have to qualify your country for a spot in the Olympics right so that's where I came a little short on but I you know I was like you know what I I got to get this gold medal. Like this is what I've put all this hard work in. And I just couldn't just be like, all right, I, I just couldn't hang up the gloves. So I'm going for 2020 Tokyo and I've been dominating these past three years. I'm currently ranked number three in the world. And I, the qualification process for 2020 is coming up. So I'm just excited to like do the whole cycle over again and, and finally get, get to my dream and get there and win the gold medal. Jenny, how have you remained patient? How have you remained focused it, with some of the setbacks you've had? Like you mentioned, it seemed like four years ago or three years ago, it would have been your time and it didn't quite happen. It, was that a jolt to you? And how did you overcome that and, and, and remain focused going into Tokyo 2020? Right. It, yeah, that was a, a really hard time for me when I didn't actually get to make it to the 20 to the 2016 Olympics. Um, I was like, I put all this hard work in. How can I not be here? I got so close. I won the Olympic trials, which was a big accomplishment for me because the girl that was supposed to win is the one I beat. And 
they just didn't think it was going to happen. So it was, it was a big accomplishment for me. So I got that far. And then the fact that I didn't get all the way there is very disappointing. But I've always um, not tried to let failure dictate my decisions or, you know, my emotions of how I want to proceed with the direction of my life. So I'm always being a positive person and always believed in myself. And so... And a gold, the gold medal is just so important to me. And like, like I said, I've been dreaming about winning a gold medal since I was little. And so I kind of know the route. And then also I have a very good support group around me. I have all these people that truly believe that I should have been competing in the 2016 Olympics and that I could have even won the gold that year. And so just to have my support team with me here in Colorado Springs and even here, or, or, and even here, or sorry, even at home in Houston, where I'm originally from, my baby bull family who is my team. Sure. You know, they've never given up on me. They know I'm my talent. So they're always behind my back and always with me with whatever I have. So that comfortability of that too, just keeps me moving forward and, and just getting that goal. I just can't see anything any other way. So you, you mentioned you were an athlete at, um, at the high school, at the collegiate level, you, you went to LSU. Mm -hmm. What, what yeah. was the moment when you said, you know what, forget these other sports, forget running, forget, uh, I guess, track and field or cross country. And I think you played soccer earlier on in, in your career as an athlete as well. What made you say, mm -hmm. no, boxing is it. What, what, do you remember that moment when you said, man, I like this? Well, um, yeah, I've been an athlete all my life. I did, you know, I did club soccer when I was in my youth years. I did basketball, softball, I water. My dad taught me how to water ski when I was four. So yeah, wow. I've done it all. And yeah, I got into running and was really good at it in high school. So I went to LSU as a walk-on for the cross country and track team. Um, but all, but through my uh, freshman year in college, I'd actually met a professional boxer. I became really good friends with him. And, um, I, watch him train and I kind of and I was like oh this looks fun I want to I'd like to learn how to box and plus it's like cross training for running so he took me to where he started as an amateur and I just picked it up real fast and just it became a passion of mine instantly and the coach there he went up to me and was and said I see a lot of potential in you. I would love to train you um do you want to do you want to train to fight and I was like yeah let's tr let's try this out and then when I realized how good I was and when I was just winning these fights pretty easily, I was like, wow, I'm actually pretty good at this. Um, and then the, the moment I would say that was like, all right, I'm thinking I'm going to go the boxing route was when they announced that they were going to put women boxing in the Olympics. Right. Because I knew I could get there with boxing. I was a good runner, but I just knew my times weren't even close enough to qualify for the Olympics. So and I knew that was if I wanted to get to the Olympics, boxing was my route. And, and Ginny, when, when you talk about boxing and having, I'll use the word, that epiphany of this is my sport, this, this is what I'm destined to be and to do, was it because you liked the aggression part of it? Was it because of the tactical side? Was it what, I guess you had no fear of, and I'll say this as a lay person, you had no fear of taking a punch, I imagine. Did that actually <laughs> give you some adrenaline maybe? You know, I like, when I got started in boxing, I didn't even think about getting punched in the head i was that just <laughs> didn't even cross my mind i was just wanting to like in my mind i was like there's no girl out there that can beat me i'm just because i know my athletic ability i know my heart and i just i just know i have just as much talent as any woman out there so um but what i really what really attracted me to boxing was that you know i didn't really know much about boxing i started at what 21 22 years old and when i first stepped into a boxing gym so 
you know, it was really brand new to me, all of it. And I liked how it incorporated all like aspects of sports, like power, speed, agility, endurance. And so I liked that challenge. I was like, okay, I can use all of my athletic ability into one and, you know, see how good I am, how good I am at it. And then also I just like the fact that it kind of just what you, you, when you get in the ring and you fight, you take that outside and you apply that to your life. Sure. I kind of like that because I never felt that way. I mean, I loved running a little bit. I didn't see it in that sense necessarily. So I thought, I don't know. So that just, that just touched me. I was like, wow, this sport's this sport's different. I like it. Now, now this sport, like many sports, and and things are changing. And I believe uh, in soccer with the Women's World Cup now, and, and the USA team about to hopefully win another um, World Championship. There's becoming more acceptance to to women participating in sport, and and the equality of that, not only financially, but 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 the respect, the 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 the. Um, the attention to it, etc. Uh, were you immediately accepted as a woman boxer, or have there been moments where people just men just don't accept you and and look at you um, as as not an equal, if you will? Well, honestly, me personally, I really haven't had too many encounters where, like, I went into a gym and there were like no females allowed or anything like that. Um, I've heard stories from my other uh, female friend boxers who've had to deal with um, a lot of controversy with that and get disrespected by a lot of men because of the fact that they're boxing. Sure. Um, so I hear it all the time, but I mean, yeah, me personally, I haven't really experienced it. Um, I think I was lucky and just found the right people that would help me and that, you know, that were open to women boxing. So I was lucky in that, in that sense. In 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 your journey as as a boxer and in your your getting to the um, to the to the to the boxing USA national team and being team captain, you had some moments there where also you you weren't the star, if you will. That that uh, another boxer, Marlena Sparsa, was really the right. one getting a lot of attention. Talk to us about that rivalry. I, I know that Esparza uh, has now moved on to become a, a professional and. And, and, but you got to the point where you beat her and, and I'm sure that was, that was a positive thing for you in your career, but that rivalry for many is still a, a strong one. Oh, definitely. Um, but that is, that's the, that's how I, that's who I be at the Olympic trials. That's why I said it was such a big accomplishment for me, but you know, we're both from Houston and we actually trained out of the same gym for a little while. Um, and we sparred each other actually, um, for a good bit there before I had moved on um out of her out of the gym she was training in so and yeah so I first fought her in 2012 just after she had won the uh, bronze in London for the for the Olympics and so I I had lost to her I'd lost to her five times before I beat her in the Olympic trials so we kept meeting up at nationals in the finals every year I always I I honestly think out of those five I lost there's only one I truly lost but they would always give her the decision and there was a lot of controversy there's a lot of people saying like you know you won but they're giving it to her because we're credibility blah 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 but you know that's the game that's that's this uh this is how this game works you know sure but um yeah so it was it, you know that was going on for years and so that's when I said when I was going to the Olympic trials nobody thought I'd be able to win it because of I've lost to her five times the, over the past three years. 
And the fact that I beat her, not uh, not only at the Olympic trials, but twice in one week, because the Olympic trials is a dumb elimination tournament. So that was a really big deal because I finally beat her and who she was. And like, it was a, you know, very much of an upset for her. And that in that moment, it changed my career in my boxing. You, you, you have similarities, like you mentioned, the, the, the weight class, you're from Houston, you've trained together. Do you get along outside of the, the squared circle? Are you, are you friends? <laughs> are you, and I, I ask that honestly, is, is that, yeah. or, or, or um, you don't feel you, well, tell us, are you, do you guys get along? Uh, I, we are, I don't really speak to her outside of the ring. I've never, I've, you know, exchanged a couple of words with her, but I, we're, I wouldn't, we're definitely, I wouldn't say we're friends, but I would say we're, we've, we're just cordial with each other, but you know, I'm don't hang out with her. I never really talked to her. I've just exchanged a few words with her because of fighting her. And that's sure. pretty much it. Now she has turned professional. You are headed into the Tokyo Olympics next summer, and many of us believe you will not only get there, but you will be a, a gold medalist. What is your future, Ginny? What are you thinking about? The the women's sport, women's boxing on the professional level has started to, to take off, combat sports yes. in general. So do you mm -hmm. see an opportunity for you to one day turn professional? And, and if so, are you following in many ways uh, Marlene Sparsa's footsteps if i can put it that way <laughs> well i i am definitely i definitely do plan on turning pro after the olympics and really i'm like looking at my i, I say my um olympic teammates even though i didn't compete in it but i still call them my olympic teammates um clarissa shields and michaela mayer who are doing awesome in the pros right now and and building you know building up a fan base for women boxing so they're helping me out before i transition into the pro boxing so um and they're doing great i mean i know marlin is too but, but i don't really follow her as much as them um so but i so i wouldn't say i'm following in her footsteps i'd say i'm following in just the change in women's professional boxing in general and, and what do you hear from 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 other ladies like michaela uh, do they l tell you that hey this is not only a, a, a good career move, but it's also financially and, and maybe rewarding in other ways? Well, don't get me wrong. We still, us women still have to struggle to, to make as much as the men, but it's definitely gotten better over the past years. And especially with, like, I win the gold medal uh, and that credibility is, that'll help me sure. get signed with a, you know, one of the best promote promotion companies. And then, you know, whatever I get paid or the buy bonus would be um, bigger than girls who, you know, didn't go to the Olympics or, or anything, but still, I know it's still, it's still like a struggle uh, that we are having is, you know, getting that equal equality of the payment. But um, like, but like I said, Clarissa and, and Michaela are helping 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 me out with that so when i transition that it won't be such of a struggle for me we're talking to our Ginny fuse here on the portas nation talking a little bit about women's boxing her career as an amateur that will be culminating 
uh, next year at the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, Ginny, this um, this summer, short term, you are preparing to go to Lima, Peru to participate mm-hmm. to represent uh, USA Boxing in the Pan American Games. Talk to us about that trip that's coming up and your expectation of what, what you'll be, as far as competition encountering there in uh, in Peru. Right, yeah. So, yeah, we have about um, two and a half weeks before we leave and we'll train there for a couple of days before the games start. But I, um, so the Pan American Games <clears throat> are every two years. It's like a mini Olympics on this, on our side of the world. And uh, so I, so you have to qualify for this too. And I qualified back in April and I won the tournament and it was, I, it was pretty much one of the easiest tournaments I have, um, think I've competed in and won. So that gives me great confidence going into the game that, that gold medal is pretty much going to be around my neck. <laughs> so, but, but this is like, it's very, like I said, it's a, like a mini Olympics. So it's not just boxing. There's all, all the other sports that are in the Olympics that um, compete at this. And there's even like a little Olympic village. So it's kind of like a mini Olympics and kind of prepared me for Tokyo in a way, but it's also, you know, it's also very honorable to be able to compete in the Panas because a lot of people don't get the chance. Of course. What is the format, Ginny? Do you know your pathway to the gold medal would take you to how many matches? How, how does that work in uh, in the Pan American? Okay, so there are eight girls that qualify. So I just have to fight three times to get a gold medal. Okay. So compared to, well, they just actually changed this too this year. So it used to, only, it used to be 12 spots in the Olympics, but now they've added 26 spots that country can qualify to get into the Olympics. So when I go to compete in Tokyo, I'd have to fight like five times to get a gold medal. So that's the difference between the Pan Ams and the Olympics itself. Definitely a grind. Ginny, as we wrap up here on the Portas Nation, advice for young ladies. And and I know I've seen you interact in in different uh, uh, opportunities with young ladies that, that, that look up to you, and, and you are a role right. model to many of these young ladies that want to participate in sport, that, that, that one day want to follow in your footsteps. What do you tell a young lady that's 10 years old who maybe has never even thought about boxing? What is that first step? What, what do they do? And then, and then what, what can happen to their lives if, if they do well in the sport? Well, I would say, you know, if you're interested, try it. Don't don't not try it. Just try it to see if you like it. And like you say, if you're good and it becomes a passion and you really want to be serious about it, then, and you believe in yourself, then just keep moving forward and don't let any obstacles stop you or, or, or make you want to stop because it's difficult or they're not being fair, you know, just stay true to yourself and stick up for yourself and work hard and you, you can get any, anywhere you want to be and any success that you want. With us here on the Portas Nation, Ginny Fuge, Team USA Boxing Captain. And, and Ginny, for us, it's been a pleasure to have you talking to us a little bit on this podcast. Um, if people need to know more about you and we'll have a follow-up uh, interview, where can they find out more about you on social media? I'm sure you're out there, right? Yeah, definitely. So my Twitter and Instagram is at Ginny, G-I-N-N-Y, F-U-C-H-S USA. So you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and, of course, Facebook, which is just my name, Jenny Fuchs. And, and follow my uh, journey to the Tokyo. 
She is on her way to Tokyo short term. She's on her way to Lima, Peru. But you'll hear a lot more about this young lady as she goes for gold in the Tokyo Olympics. Ginny, it's been a pleasure to have you here on the Portos Nation. Thank you very oh, of much. Of course. Thank you, Alex.